Ira, today is Daf uh, Kuf Chaf uh, 120. However, we are starting on 119B, uh, and we are still in uh, this. I think we'd had seven yesterday. Today is the eighth uh, opinion on why Jerusalem was destroyed. Of Amarava, uh, Amarava says, "Lo Yerushalayim ele b'shvil shepasku mimenu anshe amana." Uh, Jerusalem was destroyed because uh, people of trust uh, were absent from there. They, they couldn't find anyone that you could trust anymore. Shinemar, Pasuk in Jeremiah, Sotatu, Bechutzot Jerusalem, you go around the streets of Jerusalem, Ru'una, Du'u, Bakshu, Bacharvotea, you go around and search in all of its uh, places and uh, in all over the roads in Matau Ish uh, if you can find a person there in Yesh Ish uh, there isn't you know another version of the Gomorrah but uh, the, the the Pasuk seems to be the first one Osem Ishpat Vakesh Amana Veslachla Hashem says if you can find someone who behaves justly and who looks uh, you know tr- who behaves trustworthily uh, then I will forgive her the implication is there, is, there isn't anyone like that any is that really so uh, says the the, the Gemara. Avama Rav Katina. Rav Katina says, "Afilu b'shat kishlona at Yerushalayim." Even though at the time of the when Jerusalem had uh, fallen, uh, the or, or was about to fall, uh, and you know, it was failing. Lo paska mimenu anshamana. There were still people of integrity found in there. Shnemar ki ishtosh ish beachiv beit aviv lemor. The pasuk in Isaiah, uh, much early on, chapter three, uh, it says uh, a person comes and he says a man will grab. His brother, Simla uh, Lacha, uh, he says, you have got a, uh, a, a cloak, Katsin uh, Tialanu, be a ruler over us. Uh, that that is what uh, people will say. What does that mean? Devarim shabain adam mit kasin bahem kesimla. He says people the things that people use uh, to cover up things like, uh, for example, a garment. Uh, in other words, that that belongs to you. What he's really talking about, uh, you have certain knowledge uh, hidden inside of you uh, that that is covered by your body, but you've got this this knowledge inside of you. Uh, it says, uh, you know, yeshna biyadeh. You've got them in your hands. Hamas kela hazot tiyadecha. This uh, this uh, this ruin should be under your care. What does that mean? Devarim she'ain bahem adam omdim alayim ella im heim nishalim bahem. What does that mean? You know Torah, uh, and you know Torah. What does that mean? Is that Torah? Uh, you only stumble in Torah. You only fall over Torah. Uh, you know, fail uh, in Torah before you succeed. Uh, it says, You've got this in your hand. Be a ruler of us. Um, and uh, the guy replies, uh, This person will, will, will rise up on that day and he says, And he says, I won't, I won't be a ruler. He says, I'm, I don't know anything. I haven't got, uh, you know, the knowledge or whatever. So either out of embarrassment or whatever, uh, we'll just see now. Uh, but he says, I can't be a ruler of you. Uh, and Yisa uh, means a, a, a 
an expression of a vow. Uh, in the Ten Commandments, it says you should not take Hashem's name in vain. So that Yisa uh, means uh, an oath. Um, and uh, we see, He says, I'm not going to be a ruler over you. I can't be uh, a person that uh, closes themselves up in the Beit Midrash. He says, I haven't got uh, any uh, in my house, own house. There's no bread and there's no uh, clothes. Uh, and that, that means uh, I don't have uh, any, you know, it, it says... Um, uh, he says, I don't know anything. Uh, you know, what do you want me to, to appoint me as a ruler? I know I, I'm very limited in my knowledge. So I'm not the right guy. Am I? Uh, and, uh, and, and therefore, we see, you know, that's sorry. So the, the concept, just to explain it, uh, is that, yeah, we see that the people admitted that they didn't know. So don't say there weren't any people of integrity and trust. Yeah, they are saying uh, they don't know anything. And so therefore, that is integrity that you you can't you're not you're not just offered the position of ruler and then you jump at it even though you're not qualified for it yeah it would seem that they understood and they admitted and they were of sound uh, knowledge to know that they they wouldn't qualify as it were and therefore uh, they they are are uh, you know um, you know, in, have, have that integrity uh, to to say such a thing. And the Gemara says, "Mima, how do you know such a thing?" Dilma, shani hata. Maybe it's different in terms of that. Diamalu, gemirna, amrula, amalan. So you know, the the problem would come in is if a person says, "Okay, well, now that you're a ruler, will come along and teach us." And then uh, they're going to say, um, "You know, like what? Uh, what are you? You know?" He said, "I don't know." He'd be forced to uh, tell us. Uh, he'd be forced to say uh, that he doesn't know uh, you know uh, that and, and therefore that's not integrity it's just saving yourself embarrassment and the Gemara says no not even that, that that's not a, a great answer you could have said um uh, so you should have said he said I, I remembered and I forgot my law she said no uh, I won't be a ruler he says I won't be a thing any to law kasha you know so if he admits he's telling the truth and he could have lied so then he shows that he is a person of integrity law kasha can be can be matan when it says there were no people of integrity uh, not in terms of Torah in Torah they admitted uh, that they didn't know anything when it comes to Maso Matan when it came to business uh, that was where there was no integrity okay so after that uh, digression uh, in terms of uh, saving things from a fire now we get back uh, to Mishnah which we'll discuss uh, again saving things from a fire Matzalin Sal Malay Kikarot you can take out a whole basket uh, of loaves uh, on Shabbat Afopi Maya Sudot even though it could have a basket you know even enough for a hundred meals uh, in it Vigo Shal Vela and uh, also this uh, big dried cake um or dried figs, uh, cake, uh, it says, v'chavit uh, shayan, and a whole barrel of wine. So even though it's much more uh, than three sudot, you can take it out, and uh, it would seem here, we're going to discuss it in the Gomorrah, uh, but because it's only one taking out, uh, we'll, we'll discuss, as I said, in the Gomorrah, but uh, it's, it's, it's less tircha uh, just to take one, do one trip, uh, even though you're taking much more. Uh, and now it says, uh, you can say to other people, 
boy vitzilulachem. Go and uh, and come and rescue uh, for yourselves, so you can take it yourselves. Ivim hayu pichin. If they were clever, these people, osin imo cheshbon achashabat. They can do a little cheshbon uh, for the person after Shabbat, uh, and they will get paid uh, for these things that they rescue. The Gemara will discuss that as well. Obviously, laikan matzilinotan. Where can you take these things out to? Lachatzer murevet. You have to take it to a chatzer, a, a, a courtyard. Uh, that has got an Erev around it, you wouldn't be able to carry it out uh, directly. Uh, ben Batero, Mary, he says, no, Afa, Af, Sheeno, Merevet. You can even take it out to a courtyard uh, which has not got an Erev around it, uh, was an Erev wasn't established uh, in that place, uh, but still it is a courtyard and bounded on uh, on different sides, on many different sides uh, with walls. So on a Dorata level, uh, it would be fine, uh, but just from a rabbinic perspective, you should make an arrow he said so even if you haven't made an arrow of dorata you should be fine um now, L'sham uh, Moti, call clay tashmisho. And there you can carry all these uh, utensils. V'lavesh, call mar yachol she'lavesh. And you can, uh, you know, carry all utensils and put on all uh, the items of clothing uh, that you can wear. V'otev, call mar she'lachol, latov. And put on, uh, you know, all, all the things on your head uh, as well that you can, uh, you know, wrap around yourself or put it on your head. Whatever the case is, uh, you can carry that out. Uh, that is... Um, the the view of there. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Shmone uh, Asar Kalim. Rabbi Yossi limits you to 18 garments. Uh, he says, uh, you know, uh, you can carry out at a time. Um, and then you can, uh, you know, go out and then take those clothes off. Uh, and you can go and. Um, carry on uh, and uh, then put on that number again and carry out again and you can also say to other people boy uh, come and rescue with me okay so there is a slight difference there when it comes to food you can come and rescue for yourselves and then yeah, uh, you're saying come and rescue with me so we see that uh, the Gomorrah will discuss uh, that different language Okay, the Gemara picks up Ha'atana Lei Reisha Shalosh Earlier on in previous Mishnayot, we said you can come and save uh, three meals worth for two law uh, and, uh, and and not more than that. So how do you reconcile that? Rav Huna, he says, Lo Kasha Kan Bavava Le'etzil. He says, when you are talking about a... a, a, a where you are uh, coming and saving something. Uh, so that is talking about when it is all uh, collected uh, together uh, and, uh, and joined together. Bavar Latzil, that you're coming to save things, can bavar la capel. But when you come and really collect uh, the food, uh, you know, that is talking about. Uh, you know, taking something out uh, of a of a uh, a small little vessel into a big vessel, uh, and you know maybe you're coming to to collect things. Once you're trying to increase the size, uh, then you'd only be allowed that you get a limit of three sudot. Um, uh, that's it. So that, that, that's it. Rabbi Abba Bezavda Amarav. Uh, he says uh, a different answer. He says no. That's uh, the both uh, places are talking about where you're coming and collecting Kasha. He says it's not a problem. Kan la oto chater. He says when uh, it's a lot, uh, you can take it out to the same chater. Uh, he says then that that that's fine. Kan la chater When you are limited to three suudot worth, three meals worth, that is to a different 
different chater. Uh, and uh, by Rav Huna, Bereida Rav Yoshua, and Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yoshua, asked, Perush Telito, Vikapel Vinyach, Vikapel Vinyach, my. So now the question is uh, if you put your a, a, a cloak or some type of garment on the ground, a talit uh, on the ground, and you go and you get from the house and you put it in uh, to this, the middle of this uh, talit, uh, and then you pick it up. Uh, so, how do you look at it? Uh, on the one hand, uh, it says, Kaval uh, uh, dummy, is this like coming to save something? In other words, it's like one action of uh, uh, taking out because yes there's tircha in you uh, there's exertion in you going backwards and forwards backwards and forwards and taking stuff out the house but you're just putting it in uh, this talit and then when uh, when there's enough there you'll pick it up and fold the talit over your shoulder and then it's just one act of walking out so you can say that's not much tircha or do you look at it each and every uh, action going back and forward into the house backwards and forwards that each of them is a tircha latil dami or la the capel dummy, or is that like one coming to collect? So that is the question. And the Gemara says, Mida Ama Rava, Rava said before. Uh, uh, we can learn it out from Rav Shisti. Uh, he seemed to have misled uh, Rav Shista, uh, so of a darash, and he and he darshed out the following: Bevad shelo yavi kli shuhu machazik yoter mishlosh sadot. It says, if we're talking about before uh, a, um, uh, a halacha in terms of a barrel of wine, uh, for example, or, or some type of liquid that breaks on a roof, and it says you allowed to bring. Uh, another barrel to catch it it says as long as you don't bring a barrel uh, that holds more than three meals so we say shmamina we learn uh, from that uh, you know if you take a uh, a large amount kavalat uh, dami that is as if you are coming to rescue it uh, and you would be allowed uh, to do it so in other words he said you know, he didn't agree with that uh, that you would only bring as long as you don't take three three meals worth uh, more than three meals that was disagreed with and therefore you could do a a, a more uh, than that, Shmami. Now we learn from uh, there. Okay. Sorry, kavala sil dami v'shavu dami, and therefore you can you can do so. I quoted Shmami now again uh, when I wasn't supposed to, uh, but the next part is v'shavu dami. That would be fine to do so. Amalei Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Rav Nachman by Yitzchak says to Rav, uh, he says, no, my tuta. What what mistake uh, did Rav Chista make? Uh, you know, it says Amalei. Uh, you know, maybe it's not allowed. Uh, you know, so so why are you saying you made a mistake, Amalei? Uh, it says as long as you don't bring another vessel and put on the ground another vessel uh, it says one near the roof one near the ground uh, you know, in other words multiple vessels uh, it means uh, it, it's other kalim that you can't bring i.e. a second kli uh, to catch it uh, if it is uh, one vessel then kama uh, then you could actually collect uh, as much as you uh, need to uh, in terms of it. There's no maximum size.
Okay, getting on to the figs. Eagle Shadavela, this whole amount, this uh, big uh, fig cake, uh, dried fig cake. They used to squash it all in and, and f- you get this big wheel-like cake. Uh, it says, uh, and uh, we say, um, you know, and, and, and we carry it on. We say, come and rescue with me. And if they're clever, they make this calculation. So now we get on to this. Cheshbon, my avidite. What kind of calculation are we talking about here? Hefkeru kazahu. Really, you said, listen, this food is hefkeru. Uh, you have uh, nulled uh, this this uh, the acquisition or your ownership of this food on Shabbat, and therefore it is hefker. Amrav Kista, he says, Midat Chesidut Shanukan. We are talking here about a Midat Chesidut. These people really want to give these items back, uh, even though they don't have to, even though they actually acquired it themselves uh, and they could have uh, kept these items. They don't want to benefit uh, from this other person's misfortune, so they want to uh, give it back. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and therefore, they'll give it back. They'll take payment for their services uh, for, for, for helping out, uh, but they're doing it. So that leads on, though. Um, Amrava, uh, you know, he says that leads on to the question. Amrava, Chaside, Agra, Bashabda, Chakli. It's very nice. You say that they don't want to benefit uh, from this other person's possessions. But all of a sudden, if you say that that's the case, uh, they do want to get rewarded for their work, uh, all of a sudden, they're now taking Shkara Shabbat. Uh, they're taking payment for working on Shabbat. Uh, that, you know, they, they, they've helped. Uh, save this thing and therefore they want to take payment for it now so you know on the one hand you don't you want to be uh you know from and not not do something well now you're ending up taking payment for shabbat which is uh, uh problematic ella i'm a rava so rava said listen uh you know uh here we're talking about a person that's just which is a high level obviously he fears heaven uh, but he's not a Chassid uh, altogether. Chassid would just uh, give it up uh, altogether. He wouldn't take. He wouldn't want to benefit from the other person's uh, property, uh, even though he saved it. And also, uh, he wouldn't want to get money for Shabbat. Here, uh, we're talking here a, lo- a slightly lower level. Uh, we're still here talking about a Yurei uh, Shemaim. Raskinon Lo Nichalei. And to lay tiny macharim, they don't want to get benefit for free uh, from other people. Vechinam nami lo necha lay litrach. They also don't want to just uh, work their whole Shabbos afternoon uh, and uh, not, you know, see some benefit uh, from it. So it's slightly low level, and they wouldn't mind getting that money uh, for this work they did on Shabbos. Vachikamar imayu pechikim, and therefore, uh, if they are clever, uh, that what did they say? Diana shehecha um, and if they're clever, they know it's not technically payment for uh, Shabbat because you know there was no agreement uh, made for that. Uh, it says, They should do it uh, and, uh, and make a mental note in their head. They're going to sort out this Keshbon after Shabbat. It's really not Skar uh, Shabbat. There was never any formal hiring thing. Uh, but yeah, you're just doing it to help. But on the other hand, uh, you are entitled to not lose for that. All right, Lahaychan Metzilin, where, you know, we, you know what, what um, uh, where do you take it out to? But the previous um, uh, part of the Mishnah, which we don't quote here, interesting enough, although we're going to discuss it, says, come and rescue for yourselves. Uh, and the Gemara asks, Mashna, uh, um, 
Hacha Dukhtani Lachem, where it says, come and uh, save for yourselves, when it talked about food, Masha Hacha, when it talked about saving property, Kutani Imi, come and save it with me. Amar Amri Gabe Mazonot, Kutani Lachem, come and save yourselves. Why? Mishum Zalo, Kachazu, Lay Ella, Mazon Shilos Shudut. Because really, when it comes to food, how much food can a person eat? You know, that a person doesn't eat uh, more than three meals, uh, and therefore, maximum would be three meals. Uh, and, and therefore, a person can't eat all the food. So you come uh, and then save for yourselves, the food for yourselves. About Gabe, the Vushim, Katani, when it comes to the clothes, uh, what it means, Imi, no, the guy wants all of his clothes, and he'll wear them, you know, maybe even if he has to wear them, 18 at a time, uh, he'll wear them. Uh, it says, Mishum, the Kazilai, the Chulai Yoma, because a person could uh, carry on uh, taking these clothes out all day. Uh, so with, with food, you, can, you can't eat that much. Uh, but with clothes, you can uh, eventually wear your whole wardrobe. Okay, Tanner uh, Rabbanan. Now we get on to the, the statement of Rabbi Yossi. Lovesh Motsi, Ufoshet, Vrozer, Vresh Motsi, Vosheit, Filu, Kolayom Kulo, Div Rabbi Meyer. Rabbi Meyer states uh, that uh, if you want to put on clothes, you can wear them, take them out, uh, put them in a, a safe area, and then go back, um, uh, remove them, and go back to uh, the place where the fire is and, and wear these clothes and put on more clothes, I, uh, and then take them out and take them off. So you can go back the whole day uh, backwards and forwards uh, that's Rabbi Meir's opinion Rabbi Yosemar uh, he says no Shmona uh, Kalim there are only 18 types of uh, uh, items of clothing that you can wear and here really is the list of these uh, 18 uh, things um, uh, you know, this cloak, a cape, and a, a belt. Uh, okay, this linen uh, garment. Uh, Piljot, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, this robe uh, that that goes against your skin, uh, and um, uh, or ferret. Uh, this is another type of robe that goes above. Ushnei, uh, safarkin, and and you know these two straps. Uh, this like uh, you know that's. Um, uh, two belts uh, that you can wear. Ushnei uh, minalim and two shoes. Ushnei and piliot. These two socks. Ushnei pargod and two boots. It says v'chagor she botnav and a belt around your legs. Kovash shebaroshu hat on your head. Vasuda shebetzavaro and a scarf around your neck. So those, if you add them all up, uh, comes to eighteen, and therefore you are allowed to take out those 18 things. Okay, that uh, is the discussion of that. Next, Mishnah, uh, we're going to move on to a discussion of what's known as Gram Kiboy. Uh, are you allowed indirectly uh, extinguish a fire? So Rabbi Shimon ben Nana Somer Porsin or Shel Gdi al Gabe Shida Teva Migdal. Shiachaz behen etaor Shuhu Macharef. Rabbi Shimon ben Nanas says that you can put out a uh, um, uh, a hide from a, uh, a goat, uh, assuming you've just taken it off, so it is still quite wet, and therefore the fire is not really going to catch it. Uh, he says you can put that uh, hide over a box or a chest or a cupboard uh, that catches fire because what's 
going to happen. The fire just singes it. Mecharech uh, is to, to singe it and it won't uh, burn it uh, properly and therefore uh, that will, will help you uh, you know, save these things. And you can put a barrier in front of the fire with all sorts of vessels and it says full and empty uh, so that the fire, you know, what, what we would call a fire break, so that the fire so that the fire won't pass it, uh, go past it. These, these things could be empty or full of water. Rabbi Yossi, Bikli Keres, Kadashim Malayim Ma'am, Rabbi Yossi Osa, Bikli Keres. He says you can't use new earthenware, earthenware vessels uh, because that are full of water. Malayim Ma'am, Lefi Shain Yochlin, Lekabel Eta Or, because they, they won't stand up uh, to the fire. They won't be able to receive the fire. They'll break and burst, and that will be putting them out. Vahain Mit Bak in Machabin uh, because they are going to definitely break uh, and uh, and therefore uh, you have uh, essentially uh, put out the fire you've extinguished the fire even albeit in an indirect way Kumura picks up Amrav Yehuda Amrav Talit Shochez Ba'or Mitzadachad. What happens if one part of your talit caught fire? Uh, it says Not Nin Alea Ma'am Mitzadachad. You are allowed to put water on the other side so that the whole thing doesn't get totally burnt. Im Kavta Kavta. You know, it, 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 and if it goes out, then it goes out. Uh, the Gemara says, Maitve, I'm not sure about that. It says, Talit, Shechaz Ba'or, Mitzarechad. What happens if a garment is on fire on one side? Pushta, Mitkasa Ba. You can, uh, um, you know, take it and stretch it out and then cover uh, yourself with it. Obviously, the fire can't be too much, otherwise you'll burn yourself. But uh, what we're saying is, by, by moving it around, uh, it could be uh, that that uh, would put the, the, the fire out uh, in some way, uh, in, you know, in, a, in a roundabout way, by moving it around and putting it on yourself. It might be that it squashes the fire uh, and, and, and extinguishes the fire. Obviously, we're talking here about a very small fire, otherwise you'd also catch on fire. Uh, and says, V'im, Kavta, Kavta, V'im, Sefer Torah, if a safer Torah is like starting to get burnt like that, okay, as well, and the fire is starting with it, uh, you are allowed to push door, you can open it up and uh, read from it. So, what you are expecting to do then is open it up and then roll it maybe to where you are going. And that, that you know, if it goes out, it goes out. Uh, so, you know, how do we un- understand that? Uh, and we say, no, who uh, that statement that, um, that Rav was saying over here obviously is going like Ben Nanas, who said uh, that seemingly that this gram kiboy uh, is permitted, this uh, indirect uh, extinguishing of the fire is uh, obviously allowed. Uh, obvi- and, and, and as you mentioned before, in the case of Pikuach Nefesh, and especially today, uh, where people live right on top of each other and things are very flammable and could spread out through the whole neighborhood, uh, obviously here uh, in our uh, things, when there's any chance of Pikuach Nefesh, uh, we obviously deal with these fires as in, in, you know, in, in the, and you're allowed to call the fire uh, brigade and things like that. Okay.
Amrad Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Nanas. In terms of Rabbi Shimon ben Nanas, it says why Menayish who Macharef Macharech. He says maybe only because it's injures. Gram Kibu Mi Amar. Maybe we don't go say that he says uh, so far as to say that indirect extinguishing uh, of uh, of the fire would be allowed. As Gram Kibu, uh, it says do we go so far as to say that? In we say yes, uh, that is uh, that is the case. Why I'm Lakhtani Safer because the last part of the Mishnah said, Rabbi Yose also Rabbi Yossi forbids you to use new earthenware vessels, Malay and mine, full of water, because they won't be able to receive the fire, they won't be able to stand up against it, because they will break and from the heat of the fire and burst, and as a result, the water will go out and extinguishing the fire. It must be that, uh, that if Rabbi Yossi is dissenting, uh, Rabbi Shimon Benanas, I the Tanakama in this instance uh, would allow such a thing, and Rabbi Yossi is saying no, uh, you can't do that. Um, all right, so uh, uh, that's a Tanrabanan again. What happens now? Shal Gabay Tavla. If you've got a candle uh, that is on top of a board, and now what you need, you need the board on Shabbat. Uh, you, it, it, it says here, Manayer uh, Etat Tavla Vinofelit. You can shake the board, and the candle can fall off the board. Uh, and uh, you know it, it says, um, and as long as you, well, we will see uh, really that uh, it says over here, Vim Kavta. And if the, the candle goes out, it goes out. So yeah, you're doing it without any intention. Ama Devar Rav Yanai, Rav Yanai says as Devar Rav Yanai, Rav Yanai's yeshiva says, "Father Lo Shanu Ela B'Shukach." He gives a caveat to this: is this is only if you forget about it. Aval Baniach. Now say basis the devar asur. He says when you when you put it there, uh, the board becomes a basis. You forget it there. Once you've forgotten it there, well then there's no problem. If you put it there intentionally, uh, the board it becomes what's known as a basis, a base uh, for a devar mukta, and therefore uh, it should not be moved. Okay. Um, now tana neish achray delit. What happens if you've got a candle uh, behind a door? Uh, it says You can open the door and shut the door uh, in the normal way. Vim kavta kavta. If the candle goes out, uh, then the candle goes out. Rav. Rav got very upset. He actually went so far as to curse uh, someone that did such a thing. Amalei Ravina. Rav Acha Bereda Rava. Ravina said to Rav Acha, the son of Rava. Ramilai. Acha Rav Acha Bereda. Rava, Le Ravashi, could have been that uh, chain of uh, transmission. And my timer, later La Rav, why did Rav curse someone who would do such a thing? Maybe you would say that uh, Rav uh, holds like Rabbi Huda. Uh, in other words, Tanakama Savalet Rabbi Shimon. Like Rabbi Shimon, uh, because as we've seen many times this Masechet, Davar Sheinu Mikaven. It says something that you don't have intention for, uh, and, uh, and and Rabbi Huda says you're not allowed to do something, uh, you know, even though you've got no intention uh, for it, because it, in the in the bottom line uh, you ended up doing the act, as opposed to Rabbi Shimon uh, that uh, that holds uh, that you would be allowed uh, to do it, because Davar Sheinu Mikaven, according to Rabbi Shimon, is. Mut- 
Toto. If you don't intend for it to happen, uh, then it is okay for it to happen. Uh, it says, Mishum de Rav Savalek Rabbi Huda, just because Rav holds like Rabbi Huda, called the Tani Rabbi Shimon, Malayat Layat Lay, would he really curse uh, someone that, that holds like Rabbi Shimon? Surely that is not uh, you know, a, a, a correct way of dealing with things. That, that shouldn't be uh, a way to deal with it, you can accept other views, you can't curse other people. He says, no, I'm a lie. No, the reason that he cursed people, he says, Baha'i, I feel Rabbi Shimon more uh, Even Rabbi Shimon would agree in this case, it would seem, as you've seen many times in the Masechet, because uh, Baha'i and Rabbi both say, more Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon agrees in the case of, uh, if you would say, I'm cutting off the, this, this chicken's head, I don't want it to die. Yeah, if you cut off a chicken's head, it's definitely going to die, and as a result, uh, you uh, it, you know even though uh, you say it's unintentional, but it's got an inevitable consequence uh, that that is not allowed. Uh, even he would agree. So here it would seem that the wind uh, is is definitely going to blow the candle out, and therefore uh, that achieves your goal. Uh, it is a psikrasha, and therefore uh, that's why Rav would curse someone that would do such a thing. Similar kind of uh, discussion. Am Rav Yehuda poteach adam delit kenegan a person can open the door opposite a fire on Shabbat late uh, a lie rabbi a buyer would curse someone who would do that and what are we talking about here if it's a normal wind uh, that, that would blow out uh, you know a normal wind that uh, and, and the size of the fire is so small that it would get extinguished by this wind my uh, timer demand us you know what, what is the uh, sorry um, uh, 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 um, um, the wrong, wrong explanation there. Sorry. Uh, if it's a normal wind, uh, okay, uh, and uh, you know why, why? Why do you say it's forbidden to do that? A normal wind uh, is 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 not strong enough to either make the fire bigger uh, or uh, put the fire out, uh, and and therefore why should you be uh, forbidden to do it? Uh, and if it's like a, a gale force wind uh, outside there, uh, and it's either going to fan the flames uh, dramatically uh, as you as you often see, uh, you know, and especially when it gets very windy in Cape Town, so then the fire can start and then it like rushes across the mountain uh, because it's being spread by this uh, strong wind. Uh, so the fire can, you know, go really out of control in a wind or alternatively, uh, it could be put out. The wind could be so strong that it could just blow this fire out uh, with that, this gale force wind. Uh, so if it's that case, uh, who would allow such a thing? Because it's definitely uh, going to happen either it's going to spread it dramatically or else it's and i keyboy uh i mean um uh, the the one that's going to increase uh the flame uh it says you know that that's uh that, that's what will um happen it will increase the flame or it will put it out okay so whichever way it is so what's the point of allowing it really we are talking here about a normal wind one says you know i don't allow you to even open the door in front of a normal wind because of the fact that it could be an abnormal wind one day no one says you don't rabbi huda says we don't issue such a decree a normal wind is different from a, uh, a gale force wind.
All right, uh, moving on to the next part of Mishnah, Osim Mechitza. You can do a barrier with these uh, earthenware vessels, uh, and uh, Rabbi, Huda says, Rabbi Yossi said that you couldn't. Lamaimra, Rabban and Savra, is it really true that the rabbis hold Gram Kibu Muta, uh, this indirect extinguishing of a fire, uh, is uh, allowed on Shabbat? Rabbi Yossi Savar, Gram Kibu Asu, uh, he would say it is forbidden. Uh, is that the position that they hold? Uh, we see that they hold the opposite positions. Uh, what are we talking about here? Titania, uh, as we learned in the Kanim. you can make a barrier with empty vessels, uh, uh, and with full ones that don't usually break. Uh, and these are examples of uh, full vessels that don't break. An earthenware vessel, uh, uh, sorry, uh, a, a, um, a metal uh, vessel. Um, uh, in terms of that, Rabbi Yosem, Af, Kli, Kafar, Shkin, Kli, Kafar, Chananya, Eindar, Khan, Rabbi Yossi says, even these earthenware vessels from uh, this, this place, Shkin, and uh, from a place called Chananya, uh, they don't usually break. So Rabbi Yossi here is being more lenient uh, than the rabbis. He is allowing uh, earthenware things. Rabbis saying not only metal things uh, can be, uh, won't break, but earthenware things, no. Rabbi Yossi says, if it's earthenware from these places, uh, then it won't break. Uh, it says, well, maybe Vaki Tema, Epoch Manditan, maybe our mission should be swapped around. Rabbi Yossi, uh, the Brata, the Rem Kama. And Rabbi Yossi is saying, in terms of the rabbis, he you would really allow using all vessels, but he says, oh, even even according to you, surely these are sturdy enough to break. We might have Ibkad but can you even reverse such a thing? In the name of Rav, Mantana, Gram Kibu Asu, Rabbi Yossi, we have another statement that says, Gram uh, Kiboy is not allowed, that is Rabiosi. So we can't uh, get a quick uh, and easy uh, resolution that way. Uh, so therefore, we're looking for another answer. Elam lo tapoch, lolam la lo. Uh, so we say we don't reverse these opinions. Brata kula Rabbi Yossi. We say actually uh, the whole brata is Rabbi Yossi's opinion. V'chesurim mechsura, and it's we, it's missing words. Fachigitani. We have to interpolate the following uh, for it to make sense. Uh, what are we talking about? Osin mechitza bekalim. You can make a mechitza a barrier with with kalim reikanim with empty with empty things that have not got water in them. Malayim shein darkan lishabai, and even if it's got water in it uh, if they don't usually break. Uh, and these are the things that don't usually break. Uh, metal vessels uh, and the, from the villages uh, of Shekhin uh, and Kanania, even these earthenware vessels uh, don't break. That's, they don't usually break. Because Rabbi Yossi says because Rabbi Yossi he says that from the uh, vessels, earthenware vessels from these places don't usually break. So, uh, so it would seem that uh, you know that uh, Rabbi Yossi allows you. Uh, I mean, d- disallows you, uh, disallows Gram Kibbo, and the rabbis allow uh, it. However, that's uh, we're not at the end here. 
With Rami Rabbanan and Rabbanan, we raise a challenge from uh, one ra- the rabbi's opinion here to another position of the rabbis. Rami read Rabbi Yossi at Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi's opinion uh, in the Brites. Why? With the Tanya, shame katuv law al-basaro. A person uh, has etched uh, the name of Hashem uh, on his skin, you know, somehow uh, written it on his skin. You're not allowed to wash it off, okay, that would be destroying Hashem's name, we'll see in the Gomorrah uh, further on. You're not even allowed to anoint it, that would also result in erasing the name. You're not even allowed to stand in a, in a dirty place uh, in terms of, uh, you know, like a toilet or something, so it's going to be very difficult uh, for you, you're not, you know, in terms of uh, what you do so you have to you sort out this problem straight away what happens you have to go to the mikveh uh, it's, it's a, you know, mitzvah tefillah for you it's a certain time you know, that you have to go to the mikveh uh, it says what do you do you wrap around uh, this reed uh, around Hashem's name uh, and you go around and you go into the mikveh and you toivel we'll discuss uh, surely that's a mechitza uh, in a second uh, surely that's an interposition um uh, in in a minute. Okay, Rabbi Yosiyama, that's a rabbi's opinion. Rabbi Yosiyama, lo lam yirayd v'tvel. No, uh, you can go down and toivel kadarko as as you would normally v'vad shelo yeshav shayf. As long as you don't rub it off uh, as as part of you going underwater, you're not allowed to deliberately uh, do something to do it. But if you do it and it happens by itself, then it's fine. So that seems to be a direct contradiction. The rabbis uh, who say that gram kiboy indirectly causing something uh, to go. Out out and that extinguishing is similar to uh, rubbing Hashem's name off. Indirectly extinguishing, we said, is allowed. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're not allowed to indir- indirectly rub out Hashem's name. Uh, and Rabbi Yossi, you said that uh, rubbing uh, Gram Kiboy, extinguishing a fire, indirectly is forbidden. Yeah, he seems to be saying that uh, indirectly rubbing out Hashem's name uh, is allowed. So there's the contradiction. And the Gemara says, no, shiny hatam, damakra. Uh, it's different over there with Hashem's name because the Pasuk says, uh, Talking about idols, says you should eradicate their names uh, from that place. Uh, you shouldn't do the same to Hashem, uh, your God. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, it says the fact that it says you're not allowed to do so. Asya hud asir grammar shari. So it's only if you directly uh, do something, says Rabbi Yossi, uh, and 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 here it's an indirect doing of something. You're not directly doing it he says you're not allowed to rub it off uh, he says but if you go into the mikveh and it just comes off by itself he said that would be fine Gemara says no uh, not not so fast the same thing in terms of Shabbat so you're not allowed to do any work means actively uh, doing actively doing work would be Asr it would seem that if it was uh, a kind of roundabout uh, passive way indirect way uh, that would be a f- that would be fine uh, because that same word so you know uh, it says you're not allowed to do this to Hashem's name uh, and it says you're not allowed to do uh, work on Shabbat so it, you know the same verb applies in both cases so uh, Rabbi Yossi's stuck again we talk Shadam Bahul Amamono so we try another thing we say no 
the re- the concept is uh, because a person is so worried about his possessions uh, and, and 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 what he's going to he might he might come along and do he says he uh, a person so worried about uh, this he says if he's allowed to indirectly put out the fire he might get uh, uh, so worried that he might think okay well if I you know I can put the water in the barrel and this and that and it can go out and do well maybe I'll just throw uh, the water directly on the fire so Rabbi Yossi gives us extra stringency in terms of Shabbat because a person is so worried about his property. Uh, the Gemara says, Yahi, Kasha Darabanan, So really, uh, you know, we see the position of Rabbi Yossi, we've sorted that out, but still, we've got the position of the rabbis, uh, the, the difficulty between their two opinions. Um, it says, uh, In terms of the rabbis, we say if a person is worried about his property, uh, the rabbis said that, you know, this... Uh, um extinguishing uh, even in an indirect way is allowed uh, with Hashem's name uh, you know you should also uh, be you know it, if it's uh, you know there you've got the extra thing about you worried about your property here yeah, you've got Hashem's name but if you do it indirectly uh, then it should be fine how much more so should it be allowed so we still haven't sorted out the rabbi's problem uh, the Gemara says Avatisbra no uh, how can you understand that actually you've missed the point of the Machloket ha gemi hai exactly what is the point of this read uh, and and therefore we're going to see uh, what uh, you know we've misunderstood this machloket so far uh, if you explain it this way. So and as we raised in the Mishnah, uh, what is the, the, the how can you put a read on e the the mahadek kachazi chachitza? This uh, I said mechitza. It's actually mean chachitza. Uh, if you tie the read firmly around you, tightly around you, it is going to be a chachitza. Uh, it interposes between the water and the skin. And that is a big problem, obviously, because uh, then you haven't gone to the mikvah. Ilo mahadek, and if it's not tightly on, So then the water is able to go under it. Well, then what have you done? Uh, you, you know, you have allowed the water to go on the uh, on on this uh, on this Hashem's name, and therefore uh, you've caused it to be extinguished. No, we say chetitza tapuk lag mishum dio. Really, uh, and, and the same thing in terms of of, of a chetitza. Another issue is that what about the fact that there's uh, uh, there's income on the skin uh, as well. There might be uh, uh, ink on the skin. Surely that in and of itself is a chatzitza. So the Gemara answers to that one. But Leicha, the Tanya, no, it's wet ink. Uh, and we learned in Ebrata, Hadam, Vadayo, Vadavashva, Chalav, Yuvation. If you have blood and ink and honey and milk on a person's skin, Yuvation, if it's dry, Chotzitzin, then it acts as a chatzitza. Lachim, if it is wet, Ein Chotzitzin, then uh, it is uh, really part of the, the, the skin and it doesn't act as a chatzitza. We call Makom Kasha, but still we haven't uh, really, uh, you know, got out of our issue uh, as to why the rabbis would say that you have to, uh, you know, wrap uh, a, a reed around Hashem's name. El Amarava. By Rav Shaila, by the son of Rav Shaila, he says, "Hanu tamayu derabana." This is the reason of the rabbis. This is the the root of Merloket Kesavre. Asur lamor bifnei Hashem arum. Really, a person shouldn't stand naked uh, in front of Hashem's name. So you're just covering up Hashem's name uh, because you don't want to stand naked. You're going to the mikvah, uh, and now you're standing naked, so you just want to put it on. So you put it on loosely, and really, it's got nothing to do uh, with rubbing out Hashem's name. Uh, just to respect, uh, you know, standing in front of Hashem's name. Rabbi Yossi Savar. 
Mutalamod Bifna Hashem Arum. But that, you know, you, you, it might be a good answer, but the implication that Rabbi Yossi allows you to do it, would he allow you to stand in front of Hashem's name naked? So that, that also doesn't seem correct. Demanach Yidei Lavei. So maybe you would say that Rabbi Yossi would say, well, just put your hand over your name. So Rabbanan Nami, we bounce back. Demanach Yidei Lavei. So the rabbi should say, why, you know, put your hand over it. Why can't you do that? Uh, and uh, instead of wrapping this reed grass, Zimnin Demishtale Veshakolei. Uh, the, 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 the rabbis are worried. They say you must wrap this reed grass because a person will then uh, forget and take away his hand. So bounce back. A person is going to forget and take away his hand. Uh, again, so, uh, so therefore, uh, that's why uh, if there is a reed available, uh, so too, even Rabbi Yossi uh, would, would uh, agree that you should put your, uh, you know, the reed over it um so uh so that's uh, you know so, sorry uh e kagemi you should put a read over it hakinami uh hakinami so that you should put a read over it uh it says so therefore what must we be talking about la dure agme where there is uh you have to go along and search for a read and this, now we get to the root of the machloket rabanan savre tvila bismana lav mitzvah and um madrinan therefore he said tvila exactly at the right time uh, is not a mitzvah. You can delay the tefillah a little bit. If you have to go search for the reed, uh, no problem. The rabbis make you go search for the reed, even though uh, that might make you miss the exact time that you meant to go to the mikvah. Rabbi Yossi Savar, no, he says, uh, he says, tefillah, bismana mitzvah. He says, really, uh, um, going to the mikvah at the right time is a mitzvah. Velor madrinan. And therefore, uh, we tell you to go, uh, even though you can't get a reed. So you would have to say that you might put you have to put your hand on it or whatever the case is okay uh, and now the Gomorrah just asks uh, about this opinion is it really true that Rabbi Yossi says that uh, you have to go to the right um the mikveh at the right time is that a mitzvah? Uh, it says vatanya hazav vazavav matzora matzorat boil nira v'tamemet. In all these people, a zav and a male and a female, a male and a female, a person who's got tzarat, and also one that's had relations with a woman that is a nira and a person that is tamemet, and you know, and 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 uh, all of these things, they go to the mikveh during the daytime. Uh, however, a nida, uh, and a woman who is a nida and a woman who's given birth, uh, they have to go to the mikveh at certain times. Tevila balala, they go at night. They have to keep the whole day, and therefore they go at night. Balkeri tevel vehiloch koliom kolo. Balkeri goes. He sees. He's seen some semen. Uh, he goes to the, the. He goes to the mikveh that uh, that day. Any time after. He has seen semen uh, the whole day. Rabbi Yossi Omer, and this is what we see here, Min Mala, and really here, actually, uh, just to interject what we are talking about here, this is, uh, um, we are talking, uh, even those previous cases before we get to Rabbi Yossi, uh, it would seem that uh, even if that day was Yom Kippur, okay, so even if that time, uh, a Zav and a Zavah, and, uh, and a male and a female, uh, Mitzurat, etc., 
you would you would still go to the mikveh even though that day is Jum Kippur during the day. Why? Because it is a mitzvah uh, to to toivel on the exact day, and uh, we see that uh, even on Yom Kippur you're not doing a tefillah of uh, enjoyment. Uh, you're not you're not washing yourself for enjoyment. You're washing because you have to go to the mikveh. Uh, so therefore, that would be allowed even on Yom Kippur. Um, you know, obviously, halach uh, we don't hold like this. Halach uh, we uh, close our mikvahot on Yom Kippur, on Tishbav, etc. And plus, we don't have uh, any of these zavs and zavot, uh, or zav at least today, and all women are treated as zavot. But even the, the mikvah for them is closed on the night of Yom Kippur, and they don't go during the day either. In any case, uh, now we get to Rabbi Yossi Omar, Mina Mincha Lamala. He says, if it's Mincha uh, time on Yom Kippur uh, and, uh, and and onwards, he says, listen, don't worry about it. Ain't no strictly at all. You should not, um, uh, you know, toivel over there. You might as well wait till the end of Yom Kippur uh, and, uh, and, and not... Um, get into discussion about uh, toiveling on Yom Kippur because it is already um, uh, after Mincha. Okay, it's uh, Mincha time. Uh, therefore, that's uh, that's what you should do. You should wait after Yom Kippur. You should toivel and then, uh, you know, you can say Marev uh, after that. So just wait. Don't uh, go in on Yom Kippur. So therefore, we see Rabbi Yossi seems to be saying that Tvila at its right time is not a mitzvah. Uh, he, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chala, Yehudahi. So to solve this, we say this statement uh, of, uh, of Rabbi Yossi is not Rabbi Yossi Bar-Khalafta, who we have been discussing until now. It is actually Rabbi Yossi Bar-Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, and that's, that's his view. Da'ama Diyor Tvila Bar-Khrona. He says, no, you could even go at a later time. Uh, don't be worried about uh, going at an earlier time. Okay. Uh, quite a long duff and we had to go over just to finish the sugya. Uh, but uh, everyone should have a great day. Um, yeah, and we'll pick up tomorrow. Tomorrow with the uh, the rest, uh, or the, we, we're going to finish uh, the peric uh, tomorrow. I think. Um, and oh no, we still got another. Um, you know, there's the last full duff of the peric. Uh, the next day we finish uh, this uh, this peric. Okay, have a great day.